Throne Room Breakdown is brought to you by GameTime, your new go-to app for the best deals on last-minute tickets. Ticket prices drop right before the game starts, and because GameTime tracks prices in real time from thousands of trusted sellers, they're able to show you the best last-minute deals, with prices up to 60% off. The Kings are back home Wednesday, December 11th, facing the Thunder. To get in the door at the lowest possible price, in the best possible seats, check out GameTime. The GameTime app is simple, quick, and easy to navigate. Download the GameTime app in the Google Play or App Store and score last-minute deals on tickets up to 60% off. Man, I can shoot the ball. I know I can shoot the ball. I'm not worried about what anybody says. Like, I'm a dog on the court. That's how I play. They play fast. They have three-point shooting. They're young. They're versatile. And that's how I want to play. That's how I think the game should be played. You know, this team is on the rise. The city's on the rise. Oh, that's, that's exciting. You know, I'm getting chills talking about it. You are listening to Throne Room Breakdown with Jason Jones and Kenny Carraway, only on the Athletic Podcast Network. Happy Tuesday, Kings fans, or maybe not such a happy Tuesday following... <laughs> Monday night's uh, quote-unquote effort to get the Chicago Bulls. This is your throne room breakdown. This is Jason Jones. This is Kenny Carraway, and I hate all choreographed touchdown celebrations. Um, they're corny. So, uh, I like new fun. addition. All right, I like it. I mean, you know, if it isn't love, obviously one of the greats, but I don't need you with seven other players in the back of the end zone doing a, a choreographed celebration bring the flags back bring the flags back i want to see that dance again uh was it week 17 when they do it against the niners well look i'm gonna tell you right now you ain't gonna see that dance again on week 17 we got something for them boys believe that mm, you got another l yeah we know <laughs> we, 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 we know the life of the self-righteous <laughs> overly important niner fan yeah we know we know enjoy niner, enjoy that enjoy that too. first enjoy that first round loss to dallas enjoy you know, that oh my gosh please if look i'm enjoy telling you right now if we lose if we did play dallas in the first round and we lost you would not hear me complaining about anything there ain't no way we should lose to jason garrett at any point i don't care if we play in if Levi's, if, 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 if kyle shanahan dallas, is so much better he definitely is better. I, 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 are you kidding me? <laughs> yes, Kyle Shanahan is 10 times better than Jason Garrett. Whatever. This ain't even debatable. Okay, whatever. Well, if you say so, you know. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm making it a New Year's resolution starting now. I will not talk with Niner fans because y'all have no sense. <laughs> I won't do it Look, anymore. We're based you know, in reality. So, you yeah, know, which, mo- told- which, most of, which most of you aren't. I'm, I'm definitely based in reality. And look, Jason... Just like Tyra Banks said, I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. We wanted the Raiders to do well this year. All right? They they went on their little run. And then what they do when they went to New Jersey? They just, just went full art shell Raiders. Got smacked up twice. Disappointed in you guys. No. Oh, well, I thought they were going to win five games this year. So they already had a schedule for me. Yeah. But they, that's what happens when you don't have uh, any wide receivers and now the countdown is officially on to the end of the Coliseum. It's yeah, officially, well, officially for me, it's been on games? all year. Well, Something like that. One more. They might have had one more if they would have been able to ride that wave and beat the Chiefs and all this other stuff. But now, it's Oh, well, bad. that wasn't going to happen. So, huh. oh, well. I, I'm, I'm a realist. That wasn't going to happen. So, but, uh, I, speaking, of, speaking of reality, 
Did yeah. the Kings get a dose of reality from the Bulls? Well, they definitely did. I, I'm, I don't know who had a worse Monday night, the Sacramento Kings or Bobby Lashley. All right, and I, I'm really I haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm still trying to debate because at least Bobby Lashley still has uh, Lana. The Kings, they just got an L. They just got an L, a bad L. Yeah, that. that was that was bad. That was bad. I was not happy. Yeah, and and for me, I know it's like I ran into Jerry Reynolds walking into the game, and we were talking. I said, "This is the type of game they're going to lose." I said mm-hmm. because I I just had this feeling that. It's like a, there was like an inflated sense of how good the team is. It's like, well, we just, you know, we we're eight and five in our last thirteen. You know, look at, you know, we're 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 getting better. But the fact is, you're still without two two starters. And the way Bogey was moving last night, you're basically without two and a half of your top six players. I mean, yeah. it was painful to watch him try to run sometime last night. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, you know, it's like he, he looks fine as long as it was, you know, a straight jump shot. But talking about getting up and down the court, it didn't look good. Right. And when you and when you when you're down like that, you can't walk into any game assuming you got anything. Especially at, you know in the NBA where anybody can get hot, and if you don't play defense well enough for stretches, Laurie Markkinen can get out of his slump. Uh, Zach Levine can look like the guy the Kings wanted to sign. Mm-hmm. You know, Kobe White can come off the bench and hit you up. So. Hey, I think, you know, in over 82 games, you're going to have some games like that. But it was really just, for me, if I was a Kings fan, my biggest disappointment would hear the idea that, yeah, we did we took them lightly. We didn't respect them. It's like, you guys aren't good enough to do that. You know, you don't, you can't walk into a game, coast, and say, you know what? Hey, LeBron, go win it for us now. Mm-hmm. Hey, KD, go win it for us now. Yeah. And that's and that's the, the biggest thing I know people are, and I was upset about the loss, too. You know what I'm saying? They shouldn't beat the Bulls. It's a better team than the Bulls, in my opinion. But at the same time, um, we shouldn't act. And I, I hope the King. it seems like maybe they did. I hope the Kings team didn't think that the Bulls were just some complete scrubs out there. There's talent on the roster. Like you talked about, you talk about White, you talk about Levine, you talk about marketing. Um, Saturansky's playing well. Wendell Carter was a top five pick in this league. I mean, like there's talent on the team. Chris Dunn, you know what I mean? And And if you're not paying attention i know it's a cliche or whatever but this is the nba those guys get paid too you know what i mean and mm-hmm. if you're giving them wide open shots they're paid to knock down those shots wide open and just too many of them i mean they they um they started out well in the third and the fourth quarter statistically if you look at the, the scoring totals yeah they you know they played well but that second quarter was absolutely inexcusable absolutely inexcusable and um those things can't happen whether you got two of your best players out or not, like those things just can't happen. And, they, and my biggest thing was they got back to what they were doing earlier in the season in a bad way where guys were just getting wide open looks for Chicago. And that's mm-hmm. not what we've seen from this team in the past two weeks. Yeah. Or so. And then when they finally did, you know, get back more engaged defensively by then, those guys are hot. Mm-hmm. You know, now that contested three looks pretty easy for them because they, they've gotten a bunch of good looks. So. Right. We'll see what they take from that. You know, like I, I still say this is a non overreaction zone. We're not going to, you know, jump off the, jump onto the hole. Let's get rid of Luke. This this team is trash. Did you hear you know? the Kings? Uh, the, I'm disappointed in the Kings fans. Did you hear him booing them last night in the second quarter? I mean, come on. This, 
Yeah, that was a little. Yeah, that was a little ridiculous. Uh, uh, this team is played their enti- ass off for the last. How two entitled weeks. we got, really? How entitled <laughs> some people got real quick. Oh, we're eight and ten. We can't. <laughs> we can't stomach a bad quarter. Right. I'm that like was, that was inexcusable. <laughs> I'm, this like, team, I'm like, are you guys, serious? Those guys without their best players have played their asses off for the last two two and a half weeks. And they had a bad quarter. Like, they played bad. There's I mean, no they were down that. 12. They weren't down 30. They were down right, 12. Right. And, then, and I'm sitting there going, was, oh, my God. Time. Yeah, <laughs> oh, well. But, hey, hey, just, hey, Kings fans, that wasn't me. That was one of yours who said that. That wasn't me. I'm calling them out. I mean, I, that was inexcusable. But I, I, share, I share the sentiment, but I had forgotten about that part where I'm like, well, that's a, like an 11-point game, and they're getting booed. Right. That was inexcusable. Uh, Absolutely inexcusable. Yeah. They, they got to yeah. be better than that. Now, Jason, I, I, I'm going to say this. All right. And this, I agree with you. This is a overreaction free zone here on a, on a, on a TRB. But I said this on Saturday and it was in the first half. And even though they came back and won, I didn't feel any different. And last night, even though they scored like a hundred and what, not, it's four points or something like that, I still feel this way. With this collective group of Sacramento Kings, the way they're presently constituted, the jig is up. The jig is up. These scrappy Kings have, in my opinion, done all they could do, all Kings fans could have asked them to do. They've held the fort down. They've brought some life back to this uh, to this squad, and they've kept them above water. They've taken them as far as they can go. It's time for the Bagleys and the Fox to come back because you can only play without top flight top level talent for only so long in this league and be successful on the level that the Kings want to be and in the level that the Kings fans are looking for without guys that that are game changers and and obviously mm-hmm. they're young we don't necessarily know for sure if they're game changers but they looked the part right you know what I'm saying I know Fox is you know obviously not coming back another three maybe four weeks or whatever but they need a Bagley they need a guy that's on another level on the offensive end that can do special things on the court get easy buckets outside of a offensive play being drawn up for him, be the type of score that can put a team on his back. And also, I'm a big believer in this, just simply put other guys back in their proper role, you know, based solely on, you know, that guy being on the court. You know what I mean? Corey Joseph isn't mm-hmm. looked at to play 35 minutes, locked down, and then, you know, score 10 points. Even Bogey's not looked at to score 20 a night. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's time. The jig is up with this group. I love what they did. I, I love it. I respect them and I love what they did, but the jig is up. They need the they need the, the cavalry back. <laughs> yeah, they do, but uh still got some time before that. So I think we you gotta kinda maximize the way they've been playing for see if they can squeeze a little bit more out of it. You may get you know, we'll touch on it a little bit later about Bagley being a lot closer to getting back than Fox is, but yeah, that's kind of my take about last night, too, that this team has in a lot of ways played above its head for about three weeks. Mm-hmm. And to and when you when you kind of, you know, I even told one of the players last night, I said, you can't say it, but I can. You guys are down basically two and a half players right now. Mm-hmm. And you're getting all you can out of some of the, out of, you know, I mean, Rashawn Holmes has never been asked to be a 20 point a game guy in his career. Right. You know, Jesus. I mean, so, I mean, you, you know, when same goes for Bielitsa, same goes mm-hmm. for, you know, these guys are, you, you know, they're they're getting all they can out mm-hmm. of them. So I think you got to give the coaching staff a lot of credit because uh, their game plans, especially defensively, which we're going to get into, 
And a lot of these games, I think, have been, you know, outstanding the way they've been, you know, I one thing I hate about the NBA sometimes is that teams sit back and let good players just go. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, get the ball out of his hand. And I mean, that was one of my frustrations with the King last season, especially if you remember that Brooklyn game where yeah. D'Angelo Russell just kept, they kept running the that, same. That's going same, down in history and going with that. That was insane. It's like, you know, blitz him. Get the ball out of his hand. Do something. And I think this staff has done a good job of shaking things up. And, I mean, that's, to me, that's the big reason why they went 8-5 and five in November, even with all the injuries, even with the, um, you know, the just the, the turnover and mm-hmm. having to re- readjust roles. I think they got to give them credit for figuring out how to play defense, which, honestly, before the year, I didn't know if they could do. I just – <laughs> right, they had been so bad. I just like, can they ever play defense? Right, and, and look, and we started the show talking about how bad of a loss it was, and I'm not, I'm not giving nobody no pass. It was a bad loss, and they shouldn't be overlooking anybody, whatever the case may be. But I mean, if we're being real, like we, like you just said, they played above their head for the last three weeks. They played phenomenal defense. If you look at the box scores last night, it was really one quarter where they just kind of lost focus. And and I'm I'm a realist where. I mean, okay, these guys aren't robots, right? Like, they're even the most focused, laser-focused teams of all time have mental lapses where they're just just out of town for, you know, a mm-hmm. quarter or a game or something like that. And that's what happened. The reason why it's so magnified is because they dug themselves such a hole to start the season. You know, every game is is so critical at this juncture. But, I, I like I said, when I say all this stuff, you know, about them needing, you know, Bagley and Fox back or whatever. It's not a knock on these guys. They they have done everything that Kings fans and anybody could ask of them and more, you know, in these mm-hmm. three weeks. And like I said, it's just it's time is up. The 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 timer in the in the kitchen has gone off. All right. It's mm-hmm. it's done. The, the the cake has been baked. All right. If you leave it there anymore, it's gonna get burnt. So it's it's, it's time right. to pull the cake out and, and and put the icing. That's what Fox and Bagley are. They're the icing. Yeah, and for me, uh, even when this team is healthy, I saw that if there was gonna be a playoff run, I saw them around the eight, you know, around that area in the mm-hmm. West. To me, they're in that eight to ten range, you know, even at full strength. I don't think this is, you know, a top four seed. I mean, you know, some people want, you know, top six. I think they're in the eight to ten range. And even through all this, even after losing last night the way they did, they're still right in that eight to ten range. And to me, that's that's a win for them, given all they've had to deal with. That's a win, you Mm -hmm. know, to be, you know, especially if you start 0-5. You're (laughs) and to be eight and to be eight and eleven and be kind of just right there still. To me, that's a win. So I'm not going to like I said, you know, yeah, it was a bad loss. Yeah, you you know, but like I said, to me, they're not so good to where they're not going to lose to teams like a Chicago or in their case, you look at some of the games coming up. If they were to lose to Portland, that's not, you know, oh, my God, they're so much better than Portland. Portland still got an all star and they've got, you know, reborn Mm -hmm. Carmelo Anthony and they got no. So player of the week, Melo. Yeah. So I think tapping my threes to my dome as we speak. Yeah, yeah. You can't look at the record of who they're playing because mm-hmm. really, you know, they, you know, I know they beat the Celtics. They, they were the ball rolling an inch in the other direction from losing that game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like this thing, you know, maybe like I, said, I think maybe last night was a good dose of reality. You know, hey, guys, let's let's escape. Let's stay focused. Let's keep grinding. You know, no one's you know, this isn't the end of the world, but 
we can't come into a game expecting anything, especially, you know, as the team is constructed right now. Real quick, let's take a time to get a message from our sponsors. Hey, ever wonder how to get the hottest new sneakers? The ones that barely hit shelves? The answer is StockX, a revolutionary new marketplace for buying and selling 100% authentic sneakers, streetwear, watches, and handbags. Looking to add the Air Jordan 1 Fearless UNC Chicago to your rotation? Or maybe you're feeling nostalgic for a pair of Air Max 95s. Jordan 11 Breads coming out. You guys got to get them. My fiance is going to look at me crazy, but I got to get them. I'm going to have to take them dirty looks, okay? You can find it all and more on StockX, sometimes even for, even for prices lower than retail. With StockX, there's no hassle. StockX handles the exchange of every transaction, so you never have to worry about legit buyers or sellers. StockX has you covered. Want in on all the hype? Check out StockX.com forward slash bball for a surprise offer that won't be around long. That's StockX.com forward slash bball. Check it out today. And and you talked about it, you touched on it a little bit, Jason. And this four-game road trip, starting with Portland uh, tomorrow night, to me, this is a dangerous, dangerous four-game trip. If they aren't careful, they could easily come out of this thing 0-4 on this trip. I mean, you got the Texas two-step, which really isn't a two-step, it's a three-step because there's three teams in Texas. Should, should we like rename that? Should that be the Texas Seawalk now? Is that disrespectful to say? You know, I mean, I, I want to step I on. Think, yeah, yeah, I, you may not, you might have problems with my hood back home. Calling <laughs> I don't want no problems. I don't want no problems. You don't want no problems. You know, what I mean? you know but um, but yeah, it's not the yeah, Texas. We, we, we can, yeah, yeah, we can jump into the road trip right now. I mean, yeah. Portland, San Antonio, Dallas, Houston. Like I said, all very losable games. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, all the and all very it kind of what kind of mixes mixes into there is the King's health situation. Mm-hmm. You know, you're gonna you you know you won't have De'Aaron Fox. Uh, he's not even making the trip. They're gonna keep him home for more rehab. You know, there was some video the other day. He's out there, you know, on the court taking some shots. Mm-hmm. You know, but that that grade three sprain is not something that he's gonna bounce back from quickly. If they're yeah. they're only Hooray, gonna reevaluate. Hooray, yeah. Hooray, he's walking. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. That, that's what yeah. that is. Yeah, he's walking. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be re... He'll, he he won't be on the court in two to three. He'll be reevaluated in two to three. I mm-hmm. still say we don't see him until any time before January. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm still... I've, I've I, You know, and some people think it'll be longer than that based on the history of this injury. Right. But uh, the good news for the Kings is that uh, this coming Friday is marks the six weeks of the four to six week mark with Marvin Bagley. Mm-hmm. Or he'll get looked at again, and he's going on the. He's been on traveling. He's going on the road, and there's a chance they get Marvin back sometime during this trip. That would be huge. Yo, uh, yeah, there's a chance they get him back, and here. But I want to. I want to kind of warn everyone. Mm-hmm. You get Marvin back. That's kind of another reboot. You're going to have some struggles. I mean, we saw it a little bit last night when you know you, you throw Trevor Ariza back in, and Trevor Ariza. For I, I've now this I've deemed from my mentions is the king the fan love to hate anytime he's on the court they get angry just yeah. in general and trevor wasn't at his best last night then again i didn't expect him to be he hasn't played in like six games right but when you when you whenever they do insert badly back in it's going to be an adjustment you know b at least has gotten used to starting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know how does he he has to adjust they have never you know uh they had i don't know if i don't know if uh how many minutes, even in that first game, that Rashawn Holmes played with 
Marvin Bagley III. So that's, that's another adjustment. Yeah, that's another adjustment. So it's going to, you know, this is going to be a you know eighty-two game season. It's going to be a, a lot of starts and stops, starts and stops. So if they if they came out of this four game road trip and they found a way to pull a rabbit out of their hat and come out of this two and two, like I would really take two and two and just and do a cartwheel. I would I would run around the corner with a huge smile on my face like that old picture of Meek Mill when he was released from prison. Like no cap. Like <laughs> I would be when he was in all black. Like I'd be so happy with two and two. I don't know if it's going to happen. Like I don't know if two and two is going to happen, especially now with this whole thing with Bogey. You know what I'm saying? The injuries are mounting up and they're not injuries to no disrespect, but Yogi Ferrell you know what I'm saying? These are these are injuries to the guys you rely on to do the heavy lifting. And uh, Man, right now they can't lose. They can't afford to lose Yogi. They can't. They can't afford to lose Justin James. The way he stepped in and played, like yeah, it, yeah. And the thing is, even if they were healthy, yeah, I would say two and two would be good on this trip. On this right, trip, right? You know, you know, and then cause even the last four game trip I was on, I'm only going on I think three of these games on this next trip, but. The, the East Coast swing, they still felt like if they had Bogey in Brooklyn, they can beat Brooklyn. Right. So you go one on three on that trip, and they're in a stretch right now where they got a ton of road games. You know, a ton of road games, and you're not healthy. And like I said, two and two would be good if you're healthy. If you're looking at, like I said, you're looking at a, going, it's never easy to win in Portland. Even if Portland is bad, mm-hmm. it's never easy to win in Portland. Yeah. Then you go down to San Antonio, and like I said, I'm a firm believer, and I don't care what the Spurs' record is. They are not dead until I see them buried on April 14th, April 15th, and they are not in the playoffs. Well, they're definitely dead, but this is a tough game. I agree with you. They're dead. They're not yeah, making the playoffs. Uh, I've been saying uh, this since no, July. They're, they're not making the playoffs. They're dead. Uh, I'm not, I, I refuse to bury them yet because they, they've got like an eight-game winning streak in them at some point. They'll, or they'll go year. on the road. Uh, I'm not burying them. I refuse. I mean, they did just beat the Clippers. Yeah, and then they, they did, lost. They, did. they got smacked by who? Uh, like Washington the next night or something, something like that. They got I, smacked I, the next I, night. I don't. I don't know. I'm that San Antonio game was an emotional one. Like when Spencer Hawes used to come back to Sacramento, it was an emotional game. That's all. There was, was never any. There was never any emotion for Spencer <laughs> except booing him for for loving Seattle so much and walking around in Sonics gear. <laughs> that and, was disrespectful. That was really disrespectful. I mean. Like I said, I, I, you can never call me a troll because Spencer was trolling <laughs> way back then. As I tell everyone, yeah. Spencer's my favorite Republican because he, <laughs> he, he even trolled. He trolls with politics. He trolls with everything. And little known fact, he's also a big pro wrestling fan. So we would often mm. discuss... You know, he probably likes Jim Cornette then, huh? That's that's probably his favorite guy. Jim wow. Cornette. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh yeah, actually, yeah, you're right. They were smacked around not they were snapped not the withers. They were smacked around by the Detroit Pistons. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Some middle yeah, 30, middling yeah. team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so you just going to disrespect the greatness that is the Detroit Pistons this season. <laughs> I'm not going to look at their record. I'm not going to look at the record. You, know, yeah. you should, because, yeah, you should. Because I'm pretty sure well, right now they're a whopping 7 and 13. So they're mm. about the same team as the Spurs. The Spurs are 7 and 14. Yeah. But still, so, like yeah, I said, they, but then again, they, like I said, it's the dangerous. Kids, the, we agree with the that. Spurs, it's a dangerous the Spurs game. may not be good, but neither were the Bulls. This I mean, is true. The this Bulls is, were about a week removed from 
Uh, Zach Levine saying he didn't trust his coach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is a fact. This is a fa- and then, and the reality of the situation is, um, you know, regardless of how well the Kings are uh, playing or have been playing or whatever like that, people, you know, respect them or whatever, they're still looked at when they're on the schedule as an opportunity. Hey, let's let's get right here. You know what I'm saying? Like the Spurs are like, mm-hmm. all right, let's get on the good foot here. Get this one against yeah. Sacramento. You know what I mean? Nobody's everybody's looking at it as an opportunity, not like this uh this daunting task. So Spurs will be mm-hmm. looking at it just like that. Like let's get right here. Yeah. Yeah. So then after you after you visit San Antonio, you go to Dallas and I think it would just be great for for writing purposes, if Marvin Bagley were to return against Dallas and mm. Luka Doncic, the MVP candidate, the All Star, the tra- you know, the generational player, the transcendent star that he's become at twenty, all Luka those, magic. all those, Luka legend, as they're calling him right now. I mean, I I would love to be the you know to be the uh, cynic in it, but I really can't. I watched him against the Lakers. I'm like, this 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 dude doesn't look athletic. How is he driving down the lane and dunking on people? <laughs> right, that boy I'm is like, bad. I, like he, he's I mean, bad. This, this he is, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean. Like I said, I just like I said, just for for drama and storyline purposes, I think it'd be great for Marvin to uh, <laughs> come back that game. But uh, Marvin aside, that game the the right now the Mavericks are on pace to be perhaps the most uh, in terms of offensive efficiency, the greatest offense in NBA history. Wow, you gotta which you is gotta you, love the, the sabermetrics the whole thing. Yeah, you know, I I don't know what that means. You know, <laughs> if they only win like say forty three games, but it sounds great. You know, one day we gotta have a talk about that. These numbers, guys, and you know the the the, the whole the nerd versus basketball guy debate. I saw someone hating on Carmelo because they're like, well, if you look at his plus, oh, if you look at his plus minus over oh. that one game, I'm like, are you? Don't I'll get me stop. started, man, because they've been hating on Carmelo since this whole analytic thing started popping off. And, and it's and it's got me turned up, Jason. I don't even get me started. Like, okay, what, what did my man DeMarcus say it. that time? Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's getting ridiculous. All right? Yeah, look, we, won't, we won't jump into that now. But we, like I said, this, that game is going to test the Kings defense because the, the Mavs, you know, move that ball well. Rick Carlisle's a good coach. Like I said, Luka is Luka. They're getting good minutes out of Justin Jackson, Seth Curry, you know, the revenge of the former Kings. Damn, Seth Curry. <laughs> yeah. I'm still mad he's gone. Not as mad as IT leaving, but I'm still mad Seth, Seth Curry. Yeah, Seth yeah. Curry. so, they, you know, Chris Stapp's poor Zingas is still kind of – I still – when I watch him play, he doesn't look like the guy he was in New York, but he did miss a year with an ACL. So, mm-hmm. I mean, and uh, if the Kings aren't ready to play – Kind of like they were for Lori Markin, and they can be a get right game. You know, yeah. Chris Stapps might be like, This is the night where I bust out for 35. Right. And Jesus. then from there, you go, you know, you finish a trip up in Houston, and your favorite player to watch, James Harden. Yeah, not not my favorite player. But no, come on. You you you, 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 enjoy, you enjoy watching the 28 free throws. I definitely don't watch. And he, uh, he dribbles 28 times a possession either. Look, James Harden is one of the greatest scorers I've ever seen. Like he is a bucket. Like there's no denying that. I'm not I'm not uh trying to trying to take that away from all. Oh, that boy can get buckets any way you want it. But it's just not enjoyable to watch. It it really isn't not enjoyable to watch. Like it, it he just dribbles around. He does, you know, it, it, you remember the episode of the Boondocks when Riley played basketball? And he just dribble. He had all the handles, and he just dribble, 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 like Charles Barkley said, right? And that's all James does. Now James makes it, but it's just not fun to watch. Plus, in the playoffs, yeah, he's sketchy to say the least. So, yeah, 
They, they face him on Monday. And I'll tell you that right now, that's a loss. I don't care who's coming back or not. Kings are going into Houston and winning. They just they can't play with them in the regular season. They never have been able to since this whole Mike D'Antoni thing is going on. So. Nah, yeah. yeah. Well, That's what it is. Now, Jason, I want to ask you, you said you're only going to three of them. You're making the Texas trip? Yeah. Is Houston number one on your power rankings in that in that trip? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it would be Houston, Dallas, San Antonio. How is San Antonio? I've been to Austin. That's as close as I've ever been to San Antonio. How is San Antonio? As a city, just like, oh, this is a cool place. Uh, I've had some fun there, but I've had fun everywhere. I mean, I kind of figure out, you know, I can always kind of get it in. So, you know, everywhere I go, I mean, it's not, I wouldn't necessarily vacation in San Antonio. But, <laughs> I mean, if I'm going to pick an NBA city, I wouldn't be like, you know what? I'm go- I got to get back to San Antonio. But, <laughs> I like. I mean, I, I know people there, so I have a different kind of feeling about it. Yeah. You know, but, but it's based on that, not based on it just being San Antonio. Because, I mean, you would love it because there's a lot of Dallas Cowboys fans there. Oh, Jesus. You know, so you, you'd really enjoy San Antonio. Uh, yeah. They had a Dallas Cowboys team store in the mall. So, yeah. I talk all the time. I, I'd be, I go in there with my with my Jerry Rice Authentic, take a couple selfies. You know, that's what I used to, that's what I do at those Raider image stores. When I have my Niner gear on, I just walk through there. You know, let them know mm-hmm. I'm out here. No one cares here. about you then, you know. <laughs> The Raider image. Get get that out of Ard. Get that out of Ard Mall, please. Get the Raider image out of Ard Mall, please. Why don't you get a Niner? Get you a Niner image. It's just it's, we're just everywhere. We don't need no store. We are just everywhere. You walk into Champs, you see some Niner gear. You no, walk into no. Foot like we're just everywhere, right? Or, or or as I say, this season, all of a sudden, everyone's in the gym wearing your stuff. <laughs> I didn't see this stuff last year. You know, so, yeah, oh God. I refuse to get into an online debate with Niner fans because y'all be getting mad. <laughs> I'd be, I be making jokes and y'all want to get serious about it. Oh, 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 well, you did. oh. When, when you brought when you brought Steve Young into this, you got out of line. You got, you, well, got you started it. You started it talking about Aaron Rodgers. Uh, well, specifically, I, I said, and you guys can get at me at IMK Diddy. You can you can get in the athletic comments page and argue me all you want, argue your mama if you want. But Aaron Rodgers, relatively speaking, is probably the most overrated player in NFL history. And and I say relatively wow. because they they're they're saying the man is the greatest of all time. He is not the greatest quarterback of all time. What's wrong with people? Isn't he, he's not? No, he's not I, even well, close to the greatest off, of all time. First, of, I didn't say that. No, didn't you didn't. That. But I've I've heard it for the last five years. They spent a, a whole year on first take talking about that. He's well, not the greatest that, of all your, time. And that's it's not your even first close. problem. Why are you letting them dictate what you anything? Good point. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I my attitude with any show like that is like I said, and for me, I have a special of I don't say affinity or a level of respect for Stephen A. Because early in my career, when I was thinking I'm gonna get out of this business, this business sucks. I mm. sent Stephen A. an email. Kind of just saying, hey man, I like what you wrote, man. I think you're pretty good. He, what he, his response to my email was so encouraging about mm-hmm. how the business works and here's how you handle things. It it kept me from quitting and coming looking trying to become a high school football coach. That's so dope. that's dope that he. So did that. I, I like that. I'll, I'll always have a special place for Stephen A. and enjoy his work, but I'm not gonna let anybody on TV make me think anything. And I, you know, I love Aaron. You know, he's a cow. He's a cow bear. Yeah. You know, he is a bad man, but you know, he he has his one ring. He's a couple of the, uh, 
He's a couple of uh, NFC title games away from getting you know, getting back to the game. He didn't get back, but I just couldn't sit there and let you. I couldn't Look, sit there and let you slander him as if Steve Young only has one, too. Steve Young is better than Aaron Rodgers. No, he's and, not. And no, he's not. He never I, will be. When I say this, it's not to say that Aaron Rodgers is a scrub. That would be ridiculous as well. Aaron Rodgers is one of the more talented quarterbacks I've ever seen in my life. That's why I say, relatively speaking, overrated. When they talk about the GOAT, that's what I'm referring to. He's not the GOAT, and it's ridiculous to even say that. Yeah, now, the back to what Brady. I said, he is... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can I can make an argument for Joe, but look, Tom Brady's a bad man. I, I, Go back I, to I'll, specifically. I'll, I'll allow. I'll allow Joe. I'll allow Joe. Yeah, yeah. I can make an argument, but Tom Brady's a bad man. Shout out University of Michigan. Shout out Juwan Howard, number four team in the nation. You know, those are my guys too. Um, but you know, uh, yeah, Steve Young is better than Aaron Rodgers. Okay, that's not true, but we're going to go ahead to agree to disagree because that's not that's not true. Let's, let's get back to basketball before we get out of here. Before we get out of here, here's a word from a, a, one of our sponsors. Talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves saying things like, I lost my mojo. Or we avoid it altogether with excuses like, I had a long day at work. Or, sorry, honey, I'm just not feeling it. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about. With a real doctor who can prescribe real medication, it's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Just go to GetRoman.com slash Throne to get a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman.com slash Throne for a free visit to get started. GetRoman.com slash Throne. Okay, yeah. So I so said we've touched on the road trip. We've touched on the injury update. We've touched on the fact that the Kings got a little was feeling themselves. You know, they was in the mm-hmm. building, you know, in the, you know, feeling themselves a little too much, and yeah. had to take an L for that feeling. Uh, just maybe we want to get a little positive. <laughs> maybe give people a reason to smile about the team. Uh, just before we get up out of here, I want to touch on some a couple of guys who I think deserve some props. Never mind what my mentions say, because my mentions remind me that people don't know what they're watching or they just love to be angry for some reason, you know. And that's, that's and I always say, I always say, you got to judge a guy for who he is. You know, mm-hmm. Corey Joseph is not De'Aaron Fox, so don't get mad because Corey doesn't have 18 points. He's not De'Aaron Fox, right? But I want to give a few, a couple of things. One guy, Harrison Barnes. I think he's quietly been their most consistent player. Maybe, maybe Rashawn's right there with him or close. But to me, just this is why you brought in Harrison Barnes. You brought him in to be, you know, you know, so that you didn't, you weren't always at a deficit at small forward. I mean, for years, this team walked onto the court minus 10 at small forward. For 10 years, we couldn't even pick a small forward. We just did, we just did the show. We couldn't even pick a small forward for ten years mm-hmm. or a decade. Yeah, we had. Yeah, well, I say subtract Rudy's time. Yeah, well, I looked, like, at, I looked at him like a stretch forward. So you're right, Rudy. But I looked. Like yeah, a you, you, you know, it was just a roll of the dice, and then you couldn't even draft one. You know, it was right. like every year you need a small forward. Let's draft a guard or a center. <laughs> like we need a small forward. Let's draft a center. Yeah, that's going. to right. Yeah, a, another center. Yeah, so I mean, I think Harrison has been quite, you know, Harrison's not a loud guy, but he always has great perspective. He's he, he's balanced, and it's funny when uh, you hear Buddy Hield, who Buddy, who never, I don't, I, I've never heard Buddy quiet. And I've had, <laughs> I, I got to share some of my random Buddy conversations I've had with him. I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? 
But he reminds me of a guy from New York because he, he's like, it's almost, just because you're loud doesn't mean you're right. right, right. That's <laughs> and so, New York you know, trademark. but uh, yeah, but uh, it's funny. Buddy says whenever Harrison talks, you have to listen. He said, even if Harrison doesn't score a point in the game, if Harrison is talking, you listen. I think mm-hmm. Harrison is a big reason why this team is in its position to where even with the injuries, we're not talking about them being neck and neck with the Warriors talking about getting the first pick in the draft. Yeah. 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 Harrison Barnes has been great this season. Well, let me not, I don't want to exaggerate. I want to say great like that, but he's been very, very good this year. Exactly. You can say great, but okay. great in his role. Great in his role. Okay. If you thought he was, you know, if you're one of those people who gets mad at everything and says, why isn't he getting 25 a night? That's not who he is. He never has been that guy. Right. So stop. Right. You know, and he's been exactly it. what I have expected from him. And maybe even a little bit more. You know what I mean? At 16 points a game, five rebounds. I mean, I think he could probably get to seven. You know what I'm saying? Like, he could probably be a 16 and seven guy. But that's just nitpicking, mm-hmm. all right? He's 49% yeah. from the field. He, he's been damn good this year. And he's one of those mm-hmm. guys that even – after the season started, I, in the offseason, I thought the $80 million deal was expl- uh, very justified and, and a good deal for him. But and then when Bagley goes down, he was one of those guys that me and you talked about as looking at as a guy to step up and, and some somebody that we want a little bit more out of. And I feel like he's given us that, you know, yeah. as spectators and his fans and all this other stuff. Like he stepped up. And been that leader and stepped his production up on the floor. So I, I'm in lockstep with you. Harrison Barnes has been great this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a, a couple, two other guys I want to talk talk about, uh, or touch on briefly. We've talked a lot about a lot of them about is uh, Rashawn Holmes. Yes, to me that's yes. gonna. I'm, I'm working on a bigger piece about him, but that's one of the better free agent signings of the summer, especially in terms of value. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's kind of a two edged thing. It's like on one hand, it's a great value signing. You got, you know, he's been great, but it also kind of, you know, then it, you look at the, you know, you compare it to the Deadman signing. You're like, wow, Yikes. you you could have just signed Rashawn Holmes. Right. right. <laughs> and then Rashawn got signed was, like super late, too. Well, it like August yeah, see, what happened like with Rashawn was that because he they used their exception, their, uh, their, their you know, their, their uh, two year, 10 million exception on him. They mm-hmm. had to wait to sign everyone else to get to the to the cap number where they could use the exception mm. that's why he wasn't at the press conference in uh vegas right because yeah. they had to wait till they got to that number to then say okay you know what now we can sign him with the exception but yeah. i mean this uh he's he's he brought a level of toughness yes and like yes. if i in one of my jokes too was that he also is, uh, especially for the for the fans. <laughs> he's good because he's not Willie Cauley Stein. Just because, oh, no matter. Oh, oh, you're gonna love this though. I just googled. Uh, I just googled Rashawn Holmes, and the first picture they they have a picture of Trevor Ariza. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man! Here we go. We all look alike. Just throw one. Oh in my there. god! I mean, <laughs> it's, it's says. Rashawn Holmes, it's Wikipedia. Rashawn Holmes, American basketball player, the picture of Trevor Ariza. Uh, ooh, the level gonna, of disrespect uh, for Rashawn Holmes. Rashawn Holmes, uh, you're going to Google him and what? You're going to see Zach Levine? Is that, is that what it is? We, all, no, no, we just all next, out here looking. Yeah. We all looking to get like, huh? That's what it is, huh? Yeah, but I mean, you look at the guy <laughs> averaging 11.5 points, 8.3 rebounds. I mean, it's, to me, he, to me, he, I don't say, I won't call him the team MVP, but I mean, 
That wouldn't he's be on, out of pocket. That wouldn't be out on, of pocket. He's on pace for career highs across the board, you know, points, uh, blocks. It, it, think about how crazy it is. Uh, he's averaging 1.5 blocks right now. That mm. would have led the Kings by far last season. I don't think Willie averaged one. Mm. Wow. So, I mean, I, I, this is this is not dump on Willie Cauley-Stein time. You know, don't, I don't want to get it confused. But right. the, one, the, one, the one benefit you get with Rashawn Holmes or they've gotten is that the consistency. You pretty much know. You can pretty much pencil him in for 11, 10 and 11 and 8 and, you know, 6 to 10 shooting every night. Mm-hmm. You can pencil mm-hmm. in that little floater in the lane that's going to go in. He's going to get you that two dunks. That is money. <laughs> you can you can, you can pencil that in every night. Push shot is money. Yeah, you can you can pencil that in every night. You know you're going to get that, and you're going to yeah. get the effort. Yeah. And you know you're going to get the effort. You're going to get the intensity. So yeah, that was like I said back to our regularly scheduled non dump on Willie moment. I'm pretty, <laughs> I'll leave that to Twitter. And you know, and the last guy I want to hit on before we go was Corey Joseph. Yeah. I think he's been, I mean, given what he was, he was basically, you know, signed to be the backup. He was signed to kind of push De'Aaron, help him, you know, become a better defender. You know, and he's had to play a whole, clearly a lot more than maybe they thought he would have to play. And you look at, you look, you look at his numbers. They're not, you know, impressive, you know, just stat wise, 5.3 yeah. points, uh, 2.7 rebounds, four assists. You know, not you know, not oh my, not wow numbers. But what he what he's done is, I think what, what the Kings needed, especially some of their younger players. He does all the little things. Yeah, yeah. He's a professional. He's, he is a professional. Yeah. He's almost like a smaller version of Harrison Barnes. He's like like you talk about the numbers um, aren't the same or nothing like that. But he just goes about his business. He's a team guy in every sense of the word. Whatever Luke is asking for that night, however many uh, minutes he's asking for him to give, whether it's 15 minutes or 35 minutes, he just does it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He just does it. He's just really yeah. solid. And yeah, I think yeah. um, he'd be magnified even more, you know, if he wasn't being, you know, asked to do so much more with Fox out. You know what I'm saying? And uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm anxious to see He's averaging 5.6 assists as a starter, which is, you know, I think you, you, you can That's you can good. That's that. really good. That's yeah. only probably a couple less than what De'Aaron would be averaging. Yeah. 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 You know, you know, unless De'Aaron was going to be, you know, at, a, at the 9, 10 range. I don't know if he was at, I don't think De'Aaron was at that point just yet. So, right. you know, I, and I think his defense is, you know, you know, I don't care what Corey Joseph is shooting because he's not shooting that much, you know. Right. He's shooting with 30% as a starter, but he's taking six shots a game. Right. You know, yeah. So, I mean, his, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lock up. Yeah. Yeah. His job is to lock up, help get guys in place. And like I said, you know, kind of like Harrison, show these guys the little things it takes to win. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yes, we've I think we I think we've come to the end of the road. Uh maybe the Niners will have an end of the end of the road dance when they, you know, score. We ain't having no dance. I'm 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 calling I'm calling Uncle Sherm right now and I'm making sure hey, Uncle Sherm, make sure these boys don't do no dances. You know what I'm I saying? Period. We do. ain't doing no I, dances I, out I, here, I, man. Sincere, Bring the flags I, back, man. I hope they do the electric slide as a group just I'm gonna clown them if they do. I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm gonna I keep hope, it consistent. They if do. they do it, I'm clowning them. That's the surf I, the surfboard I, I, things I that uh, Moser does. That's a little that's a little questionable already. I'm letting it slide. I'm letting it slide because they get in and get out. See, that's really the problem. Like we, we don't need no minute and a half celebration, bro. All right, get in and get out. Get get your daps in. Get your little uh, move in. You could do the woe. You know what I'm saying. You could do the orange justice, whatever the case may be, and keep it moving. I don't need to see you there for three and a half minutes. Like I, I'm I'm listening to a song on on Apple Music or something. I don't. 
Get in, get out. Oh, I think you're being too hard on him. <laughs> get, bring the flags back, man. I think bring you're them being back. too hard on them. <laughs> oh, so are we back at this on what Friday? Friday, we'll be here. I'll be I'll be in San Antonio. You know, you know. Instead of me going out getting my Tex Mex, I will be ready to talk get, about. You the, get some the, churros. Ain't that what Charles Barkley say out there? Churros and I ain't gonna say the rest, but we know what. Yeah, you, I'm not gonna. We know what Charles. gonna have people to text. Ain't gonna have people Texas mad at me, nor have my woman thinking I'm there for what Charles Barkley is talking about. I you ain't gonna have. I'm not. I don't need them problems, man. My girl will fly. She will pop up in Texas on me on some. Oh, so this is what you doing on the road? Huh? I, I don't need them problems. I'm, I no, like no, my don't life. I don't. I hear yeah, you. we don't I need that. So, anything else you want to say before we jump out of here? Nah, man, I'm good. On Friday, we got to talk about Hoop Dreams because I watched Hoop Dreams the other night, and that's like the seventh oh, time I've ever. seen it. it I, I ain't it gets watched that forever. I've been busy time. watching Watch. I've been watching Watchmen. I just got caught up on Watchmen. Godfather of Harlem, are you on that? Um, that's that's my next one. I I do a lot of this stuff on the road. Oh, gotcha. You know, I you know okay. I get on the road and then I you know sit in the room and in between transcribing interviews and. You know, trolling my friends on Facebook and trolling people on Twitter. I just watch a bunch of TV. That might be our first deep dive where we take like 10 minutes and deep dive. When you get done with Godfather of Harlem, holla at me. We're going to talk about that. I love that show. Okay. We'll do that. So, all right. I, I'm I'm good to go. This is Jason Jones. This is Kenny Carraway. No more celebrations. Mm-hmm, yeah. Are we go- We might as well just name this thing Raider fan versus Niner fan at some point. <laughs>